Okay, welcome to Sportsbook Club. I'm Rich with Matt, and we are talking the Open Championship. Man, we got a lot of bets going. Yeah, we will. I just, you know, we have been podcasting a lot, but with the major tournament going, uh, and I don't know why I'm so interested in the British Open, but I love it. I love getting up early mm -hmm. and watching on the weekends. I love watching it in my office at work. I, I love all of it. So I do um, too. I, I can't wait. I don't know what it is. I just, this is, you know, this and the masters would be the, the favorites uh, for me to watch personally. So I'm, and I'm with you. I've got more bets already this week than I have in any other golf tournament. Yeah. Uh, it's um, there's some very good value this week in uh, some of the, um, in some of the, the, the lesser known golfers, golfers. Uh, so I will start with some longer shots that people should really take a look at this week. Okay. Like Nikolai Hoygaard, Sadithi Gala, Russell Henry, Henley, Danny Willett, Abraham Answer, Gary Woodland, Kevin, uh, Harold Varner, the third, Mito Pereira, Cameron Chigali, Keegan Bradley. Yeah, and I kind of think you're talking like to me, those long shots are, I would say, better than 50 to 1. Is that a good way to put it? Mm -hmm. You yep. know, so right. So, like, I know, I think Pereira, we talked several of those guys, like Pereira, Bradley, I think we're on 80 to 1. HV3, I think it was 130 to 1. And I mean, this is a guy that's played well all year, one in Saudi Arabia earlier. Yeah, I agree. 130 to 1 seems like good odds for him. I took him too. Yeah. Mito Pereira, because who's at 80 to 1 for him seems the way he's been playing seems pretty damn low. He, uh, you know, ever since he uh, he melted down at the uh, the PGA, he, um, he's been kind of hanging around. You know, he could he could have a nice rebound. It's interesting because these are links courses and, you know, the Europeans, they know how to, they, they're used to playing this. Yeah. Um, so I think, um, so I think you've got um, you've got that that factor. I think uh, was I looking? Uh, do you agree? Will Z were showing at twenty seven to one. In Will the Z. Let's see. I've got Will Z, and I'll look him up here. He's kind of like, always my. He, wasn't it like last year he started but didn't finish? Like he had to pull out or something. So I don't know if he's ever played, but the guy's an iron genius. He's an iron wizard out there. Yeah, he's plus 2,800. 28 to 1, I think that is fine value. As well. Oh, yeah. Not long shot value, but 28 to 1 for a guy that basically does nothing but finish top five in majors. You know, I, I definitely think he's at least worth a look as a, a top 10 bet, which is probably oh, yeah. still similar. Like it was a four, you know, four or five to one, which again, I... My baseball parlays, I take three to one, and I'm delighted. So we'll see at uh, four or five to one for a you know top ten finish would be great. Yeah, I agree completely. I like Will Z. He's going to be he's going to be there at some point. Second at the Masters last year, he was second at the U.S. Open this year, he was second at the PGA this year. Guy is going to freaking it's going to break through. Uh, I thought it was interesting. You know, Rich and I talked a little bit before the podcast about uh, DraftKings offers a plus 300 odds boost, and we both took it on John Rahm. 
uh, also, which is without talking to each other about it. Yeah, exactly. Right. It was independently took ROM. We thought that was the best value there. And, you know, he, what was the stat? I came out reading something, but it had something to do with the, his play on Lynx golf. And it was something remarkable. It was like he and one other player, maybe it was probably him and Spieth, I think, mm-hmm. had the best Lynx results uh, among the players. So I said, I, I don't think picking him and adding an odds boost to him, what's he, 16 to 1? So basically taking a 19 to 1 is, a, I think, a pretty savvy value too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about Kepka's chances this week? I don't like him. Okay. I just think um, you know, he hasn't been the championship level Brooks Kepka that we're, we're used to seeing yeah. this year. And he just – I think, quite frankly, that anybody who's gone to live golf doesn't – really i guess thinks that their their best golf is behind them and they're just looking for guaranteed money to, because they've they've played they've won championships and now they're just going to write it you know make money on their name yeah and so that to me is what i um that's how i feel like about what he's that speaks volumes about his game and everybody else's game dj's deshambos all of them Mm-hmm. Um, that they that they went there because there's no cuts. Yeah, no, I, I said I, it, it's interesting. I think you, you know, talking about that about the mindset. You're right. I think that it's almost an admission by those golfers that they they won't be competitive on a PGA level event moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I, you know, use those injuries that he's battled. Bryson DeChambeau's already battling injuries. And, you know, that's interesting take. Well, we'll see how that plays out. I, yeah. yeah. I, still think, I still think DJ's got major victories in him if he wants to. But that's to your point. Does he want to? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if he does. <laughs> it's hard to tell with him, but uh, we will find out soon enough. I mean, he's got plenty enough game to do well at a place like St. Andrews. Oh, yeah. They all do. It's just a matter of, you know, do they get hot? Yes. Uh, I'll throw two more at you that just I'm um, looking at the odds. Billy Horschel, you know, yeah. also playing very well. And that guy's over 100 to 1 odds. And uh, Stuart Sink, which I know I also bad for Stuart Sink that he is uh, everybody's uh, least favorite British Open winner by beating Tom Watson. <laughs> but at you know plus sixteen hundred, that's not bad. Oh, I'm sorry. He's please plus sixteen hundred to finish top ten, which I definitely would take that. There we go. That's why trying to read it wrong. But he's got to be like a hundred to one for the tournament too. I would imagine. Let's see. Uh, wait, what was it? Sink, sink. Top ten is plus oh. sixteen hundred. No way. That's what I'm showing. No, I'm just saying that there's no way Stuart Sink is even in this conversation this week. Really? All right. All right, if you say so. Plus 25,000. It's 250 to 1, Rich. It's not worth the dollar. I see him. I see him. It's not worth a buck? All right, I'll, I'll put a buck on it. I'll put 50 <laughs> cents on it. <laughs> there you go. 40 cents to 100. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Talk me into it. Hey, I mean, for that, for those kind of odds, like 
Who do you think has a better chance to win at two plus twenty five thousand? Stewart Sink or Thriston Lawrence? Um, I take Sink all day. Sink's competitive on tour. I take care of English. It's not bad too. Another forty cent bet for you. Yeah, I might do that. There so you, it goes back to your point about there's some value in these. Uh, Zach Johnson, British Open winner, plus thirty thousand. Do I mm-hmm. think Zach Johnson's going to win? No, but do I want thirty three cents on him? Sure. Kurt Kitayama is plus twenty thousand, mm-hmm. and he was leading the Scottish Open last week. Hmm. So that's worth fifty cents. So, but that's good. I like that. That's to me. It's fun to get into those. Like you said, Nikolai Hogard is uh, plus thirty thousand. You get into some of these mm-hmm. bigger odds. You know, thirty cents or thirty-three cents to win a hundred dollars back is not. You know, you can have some fun with this, and like you said, you give yourself a chance on the weekend to have some interesting action going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, without you know, you can have five bucks. You know, spent and have. 15 golfers that can win you a hundred dollars is not bad. Yeah. I just put a buck on uh Coke rack. <laughs> we'll have bets on every golfer by the end of the, the podcast. Bet them all. <laughs> but I do, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I almost want to start tracking uh, these long odds at the end of the, you know, if you put 33 cents in all these guys, you know, what would the long-term payback be on that? And somewhere the information's got to be there. You know, and I yeah, realize, I got, you know, they're not going to win very often. I get that. You know, Guido Migliazzi is not going to win in a tournament very often. But but he's going to be there because he's, um, he's got a great name. Yeah, I'm trying to like get Paul Laurie plus fifty thousand. Like, I don't think he's worth twenty cents. Paul Laurie is not winning a tournament. <laughs> you know, that's just. I mean, some of these guys that they have the same odds. I just I can't believe that Sean Norris and Paul Laurie are the same odds of winning. Like that. That's where you can have to find value. Like there have to be. Like, do I think Darren Clark or Paul Laurie is going to win the tournament? I'd almost put money on Clark ahead of Laurie, and Clark's plus eighty thousand. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. So, other than that, um, get back to baseball real quick. We just got to hit on some of the stuff where I have to roll. The Orioles winning nine in a row. I hope someone has been betting on the Orioles to win nine in a row. Um, I do give a, a quick gambling story from last night. Orioles tangent, but I had a, a four game parlay. And I had the Yankees on the run line for the parlay. Did you see what the Yankees did last night? Uh, didn't they blow a, a lead in the ninth? That's right. They blow a three-zip lead in the ninth to blow my, my parlay. They had the Orioles in it, among other teams. Um, that was going to be like, a, I think it was $5 to win 45 And uh, they're, they're, they blew that. Now, which is fine. It's, I still had a good day. I was up for the day regardless. But it is, it's funny to see the Yankees of all teams blow a three-zip lead in the ninth and, and blow that bet. But the other part that you'll enjoy, Rich, and I haven't, I didn't, uh, I should have brought this up quick. You'll, you'll love this story. So in addition to blowing that parlay for me, when the Yankees blow that, I had a same-game parlay that involved, say, 12 things, whatever it was. 12 things had to happen. You know, LeMayhew to get a hit, 
mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. And one of the ones I had picked was Aaron Judge to get a hit. And as it turns out, my bet, I wasn't going to win the bet. There was like one other, there was one other thing I missed. And I can't remember what the heck it was. Like Isaiah Kanafa or whoever that, whatever. I'm sorry, I'm screwing the guy's name up. But someone else to get a hit and it didn't happen, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, but it was going to be voided because Aaron Judge didn't play. And I love that. So, I mean, that's okay. I think they've even, maybe even changed the rules a bit. But typically, if that happened, you'd get your money back because it voided the parlay when the player didn't play. Mm-hmm. And, of course, because they blew a three-zip lead in the ninth, they now pinch hit Aaron Judge in the ninth. And he doesn't get a hit, which means my parlay is now fully active and I lose my uh, That sucks. Sports gambling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's just that's part of the deal, though, right? You, you bet your money, you take your chances. That is correct. So, but other than that, yeah, we're getting to the point, like, uh, you know, the golf has to be it because we're down to kind of just baseball for a little bit. Yeah, but you know what? In two weeks, training camp's open. And then we there we go. Be, we're going to have to be, you know, once the regular season starts, this is an everyday thing again. We're going to have college football. We're going to have NFL. We're going to have just football oozing out our – all of our orifices and it's going to be wonderful. I just want to make sure that we get down here. I got to find your line. Where's your line? Is that game one? The Chargers. Chargers Chiefs. Oh, it's no, it's September 15th. Looking, I'm coming up to it. Still three points. Yeah, it's going to stay three. I think until everybody sees the Chargers in week one. (laughs) <laughs> I think the Chargers are they're playing the Raiders. They're three and a half point favorites. Um it's weird. It's on September eleventh, which must be Sunday, so that Chiefs Chargers game must be a Thursday night game. Lions getting four at home to the Eagles, by the way. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, the the Lions could surprise some people. I mean, they're really they're, – they're, people are that high on the Philadelphia Eagles. Anyway, all right, we'll get bogged – I don't want to get bogged down in week one NFL. You're right. Yeah. It'll be coming up soon. All right, well, all right. I think we should, we, should, we should be podcasting this week because it's a major week. We'll, we'll, yep. we'll watch a little bit about what happens tomorrow. We'll hop on tomorrow afternoon and uh, talk about what's happening and see what other bets we need to make. You got we'll it. Be, we'll, we'll be flying this weekend. Sounds good. All right, man. All, all right. right. Good to talk to you, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. All right, see you.